Welcome to the Language in Motion podcast, where we share inspiration, tips, and tricks from stories of success and failure on the language learning journey. Our next guest is Nate. Nate is fluent in Portuguese and French and also speaks Spanish and Swahili. Nate, you have also taught languages in addition to learning them. Can you tell me a bit about your experience as a language teacher? Well, so I actually started teaching the first time uh, as a French TA or a teacher's assistant when I was in college. Our goal was just to get the students talking in French um, and to, to practice conversation and kind of by whatever means necessary. So that I think was a really good base for me to to do what I what I've done ever since, which is base my teaching around conversation. Um, and and it get gets back to that idea of immersion learning that I think is really important. Even if it's only for an hour, um, you should spend that hour that you're learning or, and, and that you're teaching um, in that language. It makes all the difference in, in, in what I've seen. And so would you say that has been the most important factor for the success of your students? I would, yeah. Um, in part, I think, because it's like I said in, in before in the other uh, segment, the no matter what language you're speaking, the most important skill is is learning to express yourself and learning to problem solve how you are understood. And and often that comes in those moments of immersion when communication isn't working that well or, or there's kind of a breakdown. Um, those are often the best moments for, for the student to learn, not just maybe some new vocab or, or pronunciation, but, but also, how do you handle that in, in the real world? Because there are going to be times when you go to order a drink and, and the guy is going gonna, is gonna to laugh at you, which, which can be tough to handle at first. So mm-hmm. it's good to be prepared. And what aspects of teaching English have been particularly challenging for you and how have you overcome these challenges? So I think being an English, spe- a native English speaker, um, on some level, a, a big challenge for me was kind of accepting that I, believe it or not, don't have the answer for everything, um, particularly when it when it comes to grammar. Uh, it's certainly uh, for someone who's not trained in uh, English language teaching, which I wasn't when I when I started. Um, there are a lot of grammar, grammatical phenomena that I don't ever think about. I just, I just mm-hmm. use them. Um, and and what may not be challenging is is saying what to do. Um, what what can be challenging is ever trying to explain the logic behind it. Um, and and in English in particular, I think that's that's a challenge in and of itself. Um, but because it's something natural, it's something that I've not had to think about it can be having a, someone ask me, well, okay, well, why do I say this instead of that um, in mm-hmm. this context? Uh, me being able to admit, you know what? 
I need to think about that or, or let's, well, let's, let's Google it. Let's see what the rule is. <laughs> um, uh, one thing actually that, that my experience with, with teaching financial education um, and, and adult education has, has taught me that I've been able to apply to language learning is this idea that, that we need to stop thinking of the teacher as this gatekeeper of, of knowledge, um, that the teacher is the one giving the student the knowledge and the, and the student is the one who needs to receive it. Um, what I have found is important is, one, to recognize that the student is already bringing knowledge and experience to their lesson, um, but also that, that the teacher is not that gatekeeper. The teacher should be a guide um, that helps the student learn how to learn, um, answer those questions, because uh, I won't always be there to, to tell you, oh, no, use, use the word that in this context. Use the word this when you're talking uh, about an object that's right next to you. Um, the, the ability to, to deal with those doubts and to, to learn on one's own, I think, is really where, where a teacher can add the most value um, and and being able to to accept that you're not going to know everything will will in kind of counterintuitively give you a lot of confidence when you're when you're when you're in those moments of not knowing something because you can say well let's go find out mm -hmm. and what aspects of teaching have been most rewarding for you and why so it's it sounds kind of corny, um, but uh, laughter <laughs> of all things. Um, that language learning should be fun. Um, it it should be lighthearted, right? And I think it's very easy to take ourselves too seriously, um, especially when it comes to language learning, uh, because. It's, it's a very uncomfortable position to be an adult with the self-expression ability of a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a vulnerable position, and, and it's not, at least not for everyone, uh, a position or a vulnerability that, that is comfortable. Um, and so when I, when I hear a student laugh or... God forbid I'm actually able to make a joke that makes them laugh. Um, uh, you know, that's, that's a sign to me that, that there's learning taking place um, because it's, it's hard to learn when you're, when you're closed off and when you're, when you're feeling exposed uh, as if that's a bad thing, right? Um, we're going to be exposed, um, but, but being able to, to be okay with that and, 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 Look at yourself as, as a 25-year-old toddler and, and laugh. That's, that's a much easier way to go through this all. And how would you distinguish your successful students from your less successful students? What characteristics do you think differentiate them? I think the biggest challenge is when it comes to expectations that, well, for one thing, I think motivation is one thing that makes a student successful. Um, 
but at least with the students that I've had, um, anyone who's paying for a class is is at least sufficiently motivated to do that. Um, but having the proper expectations as to to where you are in your language development um, and and where we can get and when uh, will will help you avoid those moments of, of frustration that 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 can sometimes when we let them be be kind of insurmountable. Um, the the more realistic expectations we can have, um, the I think the better it, it the easier it is to to gauge our progress, to gauge how things are going, mm-hmm. and and a great way um, you know to to handle that, to handle that challenge of, of expectations is to do a very honest uh, assessment of, of their level, right? Um, it can feel uncomfortable for us to, to tell someone that they may not have a very high level of English, but, and it may be uncomfortable for them to hear, but uh, as far as pedagogically speaking, as far as their learning, um, it's, it's, it's really critical for them to, to, to get started on the right foot. And how have you overcome difficulties while helping less successful students? Yeah, well, well partly, I guess, is, is making sure they can understand where, where they are and, and the sort of expectations they have. Um, another, another kind of technique I guess I use, particularly with this idea of immersion, um, is uh, even when they don't know how to say something, uh, I will say, describe it to me. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's a thing, a, a skill that I've had to, to develop as well. I mean, that for, for a really long time I spent, uh, I, I could never remember the, the word for wings in Portuguese. And so I had this like routine down where I would like say, oh, you know, the thing on an airplane that a bird has. And I would list off things until someone <laughs> would finally say, oh, you mean wing. Uh, and uh, even though it, 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 even though it's not great to, to be aware that you don't know a word and, and are struggling to remember it, um, over time, as you as you start to internalize the the at least describing what you mean, um, that's that's a that's an even more important skill. Um, and for a student who's struggling, that is a skill I think that can can feel more tangible. Um, mm-hmm. Because even though it may be frustrating not to remember a word, um, if you can get uh, someone to understand you, then or if a student can get someone to understand them. Then, then that's going to feel good as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Overall, what are your top tips for language learners? How can they make sure they are successful students? As a teacher, um, I might I might give two tips. Uh, one is do your homework. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the, the reason I say that is because Immersion to me is 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 critical to to being able to improve your your language skills, um, and I believe a teacher should be 
responsible for providing that to you. Um, and that may only be for as long as they can spend time with you in, in a day, in a week, or, or whatever sort of frequency you're seeing them. Um, but outside work, uh, such as whether it be from your teacher or, or, or self-imposed, um, that will, will keep some degree of immersion, some degree of, of the language floating around in, in your head. Um, and that is, is almost as important. Um, what, what I can say, is, especially from, from not having exercised my French as much as I would like to, is that I, I, I do feel it's in there, right? Um, and it, it just, it's like a muscle. I need to kind of warm it up to, to get it going. Um, and your homework and your uh, podcast that you're listening to or, or putting your phone in, in your target language, um, those little details will, will, will keep that, that area of your brain, will keep that metaphorical muscle uh, a little bit more active. And, and that will go a long way in between your lessons. Um, and, and the other thing... I would encourage students to do is to to be honest with your teacher too about what you want right where do you want to go what do you want to focus on what works for you what doesn't um, as as teachers I think w we often feel like it's our responsibility to, to already know these things and, and um, so if you you feel like there's something you want to work on that we're that's what we that's what we're here for we want to make sure you're learning what 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 you want to and uh don't leave us in a vacuum with that tell tell us what what you want thank you so much for sharing these tips and for sharing your experience as a language teacher you're very welcome <laughs>